A recent quarterly survey by Propel shows that journalists tend to open most of the pitches they receive later in the day than one might expect. The majority of pitches are opened at 11 a.m. Overall, pitch opens are concentrated heavily in the first half of the day before 1 p.m. It also demonstrates that it can take mm, quite a number of pitches in general before you're likely to receive a response. The information in the results is helpful and interesting, but there's one thing about it that really bothers me, which is precisely what we're going to discuss on this week's episode of the Spin Sucks podcast. The helpful information, of course, along with the piece I just can't get my brain around. If you're a communications pro who works hard, doesn't compromise quality, and gets the job done, welcome home. We'll share our tips, tricks, and stories, and together we will change the face of PR. Spin sucks, but we don't. With the Spin Sucks podcast, here's Jenny Dietrich. Welcome back to the Spin Sucks podcast. I'm Jenny Dietrich. Let's start with the one thing about the survey that's bothering me the most so we can discuss and move past it to the stuff that will actually help you. This is what the survey says, quote, journalists are remarkably quick to open media pitches of interested. Roughly 35% of opens happen within the first minute. And by 10 minutes, the majority of opens have already happened. About 82% of opens happen within the first four hours of the pitch being sent. If you have not received an open by then, it's unlikely you'll receive an open at all, end quote. On its surface, that's pretty interesting, right? It means that most open their emails almost immediately. But I'm willing to bet a good percentage of those aren't actually the journalists opening the emails at all, especially that 35% that happens within the first minute but it's email scanning software that the organization uses. Last year in working with a client on their account-based marketing program, we noticed prospects at large companies, think Fortune 50, were opening all of our emails. That didn't seem right to me. I mean, great if they were, but it didn't seem right. And they were clicking links and they were scanning the information all within the first 10 minutes of receiving it, all of them at every organization. They were all opening and clicking links within the first 10 minutes. So yeah, it didn't make a lot of sense to me. It was great. The sales team was like, woohoo. And I was like, wait, let's think about this critically for a minute because I don't think that's actually happening because it happened across the organization and it happened with every email. So as we dug in, it became clear that these companies were using scanning software to open emails and click links to be certain there wasn't anything damaging in them. If the emails were opened and clicked after two hours of them being sent, we knew typically that it was the humans that were the ones engaging, not the robots. This survey from Propel looked at more than 1 million pitches that Propel users have sent to journalists and used the data from all of those that were opened in their report. The fact that more than half are open in the first 10 minutes leads me to believe the email scanners are at work. I'd be more inclined to look at the emails that were opened more than once or after those first 10 minutes to determine their usefulness. So if you're looking at the data to determine how to tweak your own media relations efforts, I'd skip that statistic in this report. The rest of it though is pretty useful. And in just a minute, I'll be back to talk you through what you can use from it. I'll be right back. There are two things I want you to know about. The first is the fundamentals of media measurement course that we just launched with Muckrack. And the second is the PESO model certification. Both will help you evolve your career this year as you learn how to measure your work using the PESO model to get you there. 
The Fundamentals of Media Measurement course can teach you how to measure your earned media efforts, create a successful measurement strategy, and report on your success. It will take you about two hours, but it has quick bite-sized lessons you can take when convenient. It has actionable tips, step-by-step approaches, and examples from Jonna Burke, Christopher Penn, and me. Go to mrac.co slash spinsucks to learn more, get registered, and start your measurement journey today. That's mrac.co slash spinsucks. Please be sure to use that link because I get a gold star every time someone registers, and I love gold stars. And for those of you who need to evolve your career, learn how to integrate the work you do with marketing and amp up your measurement efforts, the PESO model certification is for you. Step up your game with an academically accredited PESO model certification from Spin Sucks and the SI Newhouse School of Public Communications at Syracuse University. Learn more about that by going to spinsucks.com academy, or you can go to spinsucks.com and click on academy in the navigation. And now back to the show. All right, let's talk about the good data from the report. Journalists respond to roughly 3.27% of the pitches they receive. This means that on average, it takes about 31 media pitches to journalists to get a response to any one of the pitches you send. But this does not mean you should sacrifice quality for quantity. These numbers are meant to show just how much competition you face when pitching journalists and why it's crucial to tailor your pitches to be able to stand out from the crowd. The Propel data also shows that a direct relationship between successful topic categories and journalist response rates is where the success lies. We know that, but it's good to be reminded. They said in the report, quote, while we can't dictate the direct relationship and successful topics for you, we can identify a few key examples of trends driving these changes and leading to certain categories taking off more than others, end quote. It's safe to say that these shifts align with emerging social and political trends that we are seeing around the globe. The tech industry, for example, is booming. It remains on a steep incline with substantial growth in the last year alone. As well, a surge in family and parenting pitch success makes sense right? With most many children being homeschooled during the past 18 months. And I swear to you, if we are homeschooling in September, I'm going to lose my ever loving mind. So anyway, family and parenting pitches make sense. Similarly, an increase for society, law, government, and politics seem to align with the aftermath of, or maybe not the aftermath right now, maybe it's the in the math, That's not even a thing, but right in the middle of the pandemic as the world works on rebuilding and figuring out what the new normal is. Based on our experience in the past year, even if you can't align your stories to one of those topics, the response and success rates with earned media increases with a few factors. Number one, you have something that they actually need to be able to report to tell a story. You have something they need. Number two, you craft exclusive stories based on the story you have to tell. So each journalist you're pitching gets a slightly different story. Number three, you don't try to pitch them without ever having talked to or shared their content before. You have to start to build a relationship first. And number four, you give them enough time to be able to pitch the story to their editor, interview sources and experts, and actually write the story, which means... Don't pitch an exclusive or embargoed story with less than a week to go. Give them as much time as you can. Which is to say, you should not be discouraged that journalists respond to less than 5% of the pitches they receive. If you take the time to work on your pitching strategy and tactics and don't try to pitch to the entire world, 
aka don't mass distribute a news release and cross your fingers. Where we've seen the most success is in pitching stories to less than 10 media outlets with exclusive information to each of them. If the news is big enough, after those 10 outlets run their stories, we publish a news release on the wire. And then we use the PESO model to distribute and amplify the news told from our own perspective. So we have an exclusive to our own story as well. More often than not, we get requests for interviews and other information about the story from reporters who read one of the 10 stories that we pitched. If you align your media pitch topics with the latest trends in your industry and tie it to something exclusive to the media outlet, the odds of a journalist responding will go from 3.27% to almost 100%. If you'd like a full copy of the Propel report, I'll link to it in the show notes on Spin Sucks. Or if you're at your desk and you're ready to type it out, you can find it at, are you ready? <clears throat> PropelMyPR.com slash Propel-Media-Barometer-Q2-2021. <laughs> yeah, I'll link to it in the show notes, but I'll give it to you one more time just in case. PropelMyPR.com slash propel dash media dash barometer dash q2 dash 2021 i also think you can go to propelmypr.com and go to their blog and find it that way it's probably one of the top stories so there you go i will link to it in the show notes as well and if you're not already a member of the spin sucks community get your butt over there what are you waiting for you can find us at spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. That's spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. It's fun. It's free. It's challenging. It's educational. And you can have these kinds of conversations every single day. I'll see you next week. If you're ready to change the face of PR, make sure you subscribe to the Spin Sucks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and a review. 